Today on episode 34 of the Dream Highway podcast, I've got three very important questions that I think we owe it to ourselves to ask if we want to stay motivated on our journey toward our destiny. Let's roll. You're listening to the Dream Highway podcast, fueling your journey and empowering your dreams. Here's your host, Steve Pedersen. Well, welcome, friend. It is Steve Pedersen here joining you in the new year. Thanks so much for joining me for this journey. I'm trying to think maybe I should call this season two for the podcast. Uh, We got through 2020. Now it's 2021. Don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but right now, the day that I'm recording it, it is January 2nd, 2021. And I think that may be a day when a lot of people get really discouraged because they thought that at the stroke of midnight on January 1st, everything was just going to change for the better. (laughs) But then a day later, they realize they're still the same person with the same struggles in the same situation, and that the universe didn't just magically transform itself to fit their agenda, kind of like a backward Cinderella story. And Possibly, you're listening to this on Monday, this podcast comes out on Monday, and maybe this is your first day back at work, and you're on your third cup of coffee, and you're thinking to yourself, good Lord, just help me get through this day. How am I going to get through this day? Well, you're listening to the Dream Highway podcast, so hopefully that's going to be a bit of a boost for you and help you out. But like I said, I've got three questions that I want to pose today for your consideration. And I think that these questions, I, I mean, I've gone through these questions and they've been super, super enlightening to me. Uh, of course, this is the time of year when a lot of people think about uh, their goals, their visions and such for the new year. Some people have New Year's resolutions. Um But that kind of leads me into the first question that I've got. And the first question is, how will you take what you learned from 2020 and apply it to your vision for 2021? Mm, Such a good question. Let me ask that again. How will you take what you learned from 2020 and apply it to your vision for 2021. Now that could be either a life lesson or maybe a skill, maybe a new job skill that you learned or something. And I think this is such a great question because there's actually three things going on in this question that it kind of forces you to take a look at. It makes you look at and assess 2020 And not just assess it, but assess it from a perspective of gratitude, humility, and positivity. Then it assumes, (laughs) it assumes that you have a vision for 2021. And then finally, it gives you an informed perspective about the future so that you can create a hybrid from the two. I think it's really important to not let 2020 go 
without learning something from it. That would be such a shame. <laughs> I mean, there was, there was a lot packed into 2020, wasn't there? And I think that there was so much there for us to learn that it really warrants us taking a little bit of time, reflecting and saying, hmm, what are some great lessons I can pull out of that? I don't think there's really such a thing as failure or defeat. I think there's only learning. And that's always a positive thing. Uh, For me, and I think for everybody, there were so many takeaways from 2020 that will improve your life if you let them. Now, one of the things that I have definitely discovered is that the energy that you take about past things, whether that be a home that you live in or relationships that you've had or jobs that you've had, whatever energy you take from those previous or past things, you're going to carry that to the next thing. And so, for example, if you have a house or a home and and you're really unhappy with your home, if you go and move and you think that moving to a new home is going to solve your problems and make you happy, guess what? You're just going to take that same energy with you and you're going to find problems with your new home. Same thing with relationships. You leave your relationship and think that, uh, I just need a new relationship and then I'll be happier. I'll feel better. Or same thing with a job. Well, I think the same thing can be said about a year. I think if we go from one year, if we leave a year behind with a bad attitude (laughs) about that year, complaining about that year. And of course, certainly there is some things that happen, challenges that happen to all of us that we would not like to see repeated. One of the things that happened to me and my family is that we got the wheels stolen off of our Honda Accord. That's not something I would like to relive. (laughs) So I don't feel like I'm being ungrateful, Uh, but I could learn from that. And I did learn some great lessons from that. But the whole point is the energy. What kind of energy do you have towards 2020? Because you will take that energy into 2021. Now, the good news is that past, and they say this a lot about, you know, stock, the stock market performance, past performance is not indicative of future results. And that, to me, I think is such great news because however challenging you think 2020 was, it doesn't necessarily mean that 2021 is going to be that bad. 2021 could be worse. (laughs) We don't know yet. So that's the, the whole point is just living moment by moment. Take a breath. Ah, I'm okay right now. But I, I think what's important is that, again, we don't, we don't assume that because 2020 was so rough in, in so many ways, we don't want to get discouraged or overwhelmed. And, and I think this could possibly happen, because I, I think this happens in, in several different uh, respects in life, and that is, you know, say, for example... Um, well, I just mentioned our car. The wheels got um, stolen from our car. What, what do I feel? What do we feel after that? We feel like, oh my gosh, our, when is it going to happen again? Is that, is that going to just continue to happen? I know when my dad passed away, 
this was uh, over 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Um, the feeling that I had from that was, when is the next person going to pass away? Um, and, and so when challenging things happen to us, I think we tend to retreat and we tend to kind of come from a place of fear like, Oy, when is the next terrible thing going to happen? So I think it's good to be conscious and aware of those kinds of thoughts. What kind of thoughts do we have about the last year? Have we gotten timid? Have we gotten sort of discouraged and lost our hope and our faith about the future? Um, this this can happen in a day. It, it, it's not just a year. It's like, oh, that was a terrible year. No, this can happen in a day. <laughs> it can really put a ham, you know, hamper on your dreams and visions for the future. One of my thoughts about 2021 is just, I'm looking forward. I'm not going to look back, except for obviously to, to learn from the past. But anyhow, for me, what I learned from 2020 and... I think it's good to state these things in the form of an affirmation. One of the things that I learned is that I am capable of producing a podcast and releasing a podcast. And that maybe that's more the important part because I always kind of believed in myself like, well, of course I can produce. I mean, like the technical aspect of producing a podcast to me was not a stretch. What was a stretch was believing that I could actually put something out there that somebody else might be interested in or that I might even be able to attract people to come and spend time talking with me and share that conversation with others. So that's one thing I learned from 2020. Another thing that I learned is that, again, stating it in the form of an affirmation, I am capable of pivoting being flexible and adapting. I'm, a, I'm capable of holding on to things loosely. Now, how can I apply that to my vision for this upcoming year? Well, what I can say is I am capable of adapting my podcast to greater meet the needs of my listeners and my ideal audience. I think that's a great way to apply this question. How will you take what you learned from 2020 and apply it to your vision for 2021? Obviously, I've got a vision for 2021 to continue producing more podcasts. And what, what I've realized is that, well, maybe there's some things that I need to change to reach an even greater audience. I'm open to that. Let's see what this year has in store. All right. That takes us to question number two. Question number two asks, what are some things that you tried that you liked and want to keep doing? And what are some things that you tried that you didn't like and either stopped or want to stop doing? Such a great question. And I think it's really important to pay attention to the emotional cues that we feel when doing certain things. We have to pay attention. Is this something that we enjoy? Is this something that brings us joy? Is this something that lights us up? Is this something that we really dread? Now, 
very, very important. I understand that the answer is not always to quit or to stop doing those things. Sometimes it's important to just realize those cues so that we can maybe find a reframe for it. We can find a different way of looking at it, a different perspective, because let's say, for example, it's your job. Maybe you have a job that (laughs) you really don't like and you really want to stop doing that job. Well, here's the thing. You are in the driver's seat. You are the one that can make the decision about what you continue to do and what you stop doing in your life. But it's important to realize that, okay, if I stop doing something, what are the consequences? Is this something that I can stop doing right now and continue to fulfill the other um, obligations, so to speak, of my dream life? Sometimes it's maybe, well, I, this piece really needs to stay in place, so maybe what I need to do is reframe it And so maybe the thing that you need to stop doing is looking at it in a certain way that's not empowering. If you look at it in a way that's empowering, then it will be more bearable and maybe you will enjoy it and therefore want to continue to do it. But if it's possible for you to stop doing it, if it's something simple like, boy, I tried anchovies and I really didn't like them. (laughs) Maybe that's something you you won't do again. I'm sure there's something that comes to my mind. Um, But let me share some of the things that I tried this year that I really liked was uh, creating this podcast. Man, I, I found that I really, really love doing this podcast. It's one of those things that, man, I I didn't, I didn't realize how much I would enjoy it, and I didn't realize how much I would enjoy talking with other people and interviewing them and finding out about their life. I've, I've loved it, and so that is definitely something that I want to continue doing. I, I also uh, tried a new thing, and this was sort of because of the pandemic. I had never really led worship in the park uh, before, uh, but because of the pandemic, I said, hey, let's let's go out to the park and, and meet and sing some songs. I really enjoyed that. And if if the need be, I would continue to do that. I'm not going to do it right now because it's uh, middle of winter. But anyhow, another thing I tried was uh, facilitating a new type of discussion group online. I had an absolute blast with that. So there was a number of things. I could go through a bunch of things that I tried this past year that I really enjoyed that I want to continue doing. There were also several things that I tried that, here's the thing, it's not only things that you don't like, but it's things that maybe you like them, but they're not just what people would say is a heck yes. You know, heck yeah, man, I really, really enjoy that. If it's not a heck yeah, then you know maybe it's a no. Maybe it's something to cut out. There were a lot of things that I tried this past year that were either a, mm, eh, I could take it or leave it, or mm, it's not a heck yeah, or no, absolutely, I don't want to continue doing that. And so it's been very empowering to recognize those things and to say, okay, I'm going to make some adjustments here. Here's how I want to continue moving forward. So the question again is, what are some things that you tried that you liked and want to keep doing? And what are some things that you tried that you didn't like 
and stopped or want to stop doing. How are we doing? Are you ready for question number three? Okay, question number three is probably the most important question. So I've saved the best for last. And the question is, what is your why? What is your why? What happened, how this question came up for me is that about this time of year, I tend to take some time, reflect on my previous year, think about my upcoming year, think about what are my goals, what kinds of things do I want to accomplish, what's my vision, what are my values, what's important to me. And so I did that this year. I I came up with, uh, (laughs) what's interesting is I actually heard somebody on another podcast talking about how they had a side job. And I thought, interesting, a side. I started getting this idea of this of a side, and I thought, I feel like I've got many side, not necessarily jobs, but just projects and responsibilities. And I, I started thinking, I, I feel like my life is, instead of like one main thing, it's kind of like a, not necessarily a stop sign, but just this figure that has all these different sides. And so I took out this huge... Uh, easel and drawing paper and I, I put a the shape of a stop sign on there and I put all these different projects and and uh, uh, responsibilities that I've got and opportunities that I have we'll call them that and one of the things that is super 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 important to me is family so that was one of the sides and then of course I took a bunch of other things put a bunch of other things down and then put out, you know, kind of sussed it out all the details. What, you know, what do I foresee happening here? What do I foresee happening here? And once I I got done with all of it, just kind of sat there and I looked at it. And then there was this question that popped up. And I really feel like it was kind of the spirit because it was just like, it was a very compelling, very penetrating question that came to my mind after looking at that, all of that stuff. And the question was, what is your why? Or what is my why? And the first thing I kind of gravitated towards was my family. Well, my family is my why. That's that's why I do everything. But then I started to ask myself, well, why is my family my why? And it really got me thinking on a much, much deeper level. I started journaling about it. And of course, this is something I would encourage you to do as well, is just to take some time and journal about what is your why. And I eventually wrote out what my why is. I actually want to read that to you right now. Um, So let me go ahead and read to you uh, what is my why. For me, it's all about love and light. We all come into the world as beings of pure love and pure light. We each have been given unique gifts and talents to express that love and light. As we begin to age, we encounter various things that resonate with us and remind us of that fact. It comes in the form of what others have shared as a result of their love and their light. For me, as a young boy, one of the things that resonated with me was this poem called Maytime Magic by Mabel Watts. 
and it goes like this. A little seed for me to sow, a little earth to make it grow. A little hole, a little pat, a little wish, and that is that. A little sun, a little shower, a little while, and then a flower. Now, there was something about this poem when I was very young that just touched a very deep part of my tender soul. And I remember one specific time in particular writing that poem out, drawing a picture of a flower, and then giving it to my mom. And I can remember it like it happened yesterday or even earlier this morning. There was something completely magic about it. I felt so alive, full of so much love and light, just simply in the act of sharing that poem with my mom. Over the years, of course, we lose touch with that magic. It gets buried under our obligations, guilt, fear, bills, distractions, etc. It also gets buried under unhealthy beliefs about who we are. We start to believe that we are not that important, that what we have to offer the world is not that significant, or that we are easily replaceable. These beliefs get imparted to us not by wicked evil stepmothers like Cinderella, but usually and unconsciously by people who have the best intentions for us, our families of origin, our teachers and coaches, our religious institutions, and, of course, the media. Usually, these beliefs are imprinted on us because of a fear and lack mentality that most people are unknowingly immersed in. Some might call it the matrix. Yes, I believe that each of us come to earth as light and love to deliver the unique gifts that only we can bring to fruition. When we are doing those things, we are fully alive. We feel it. We receive a confirmation of it through the joy we experience. The trouble is, so few people are actually doing that or they are doing a perverted version of it for someone else's benefit. Why do I do what I do? Because I want to help people find their true joy and passion, and of course, express it. That's why, to me, family is so important. Not just family, though, but everyone who has influence over young people. Whenever an adult squashes the dreams or sullies the self-confidence of a child, whether they do it consciously or not, it's like a bully stepping on a budding flower. Adults have such an important role in fostering self-confidence within children, but the reason they often make a mess of things is because they themselves are living with limiting beliefs about who they are. How could they possibly pass on an empowering message of self-fulfillment when they themselves are living with toxic beliefs and negative self-talk that they're not even aware of? Or maybe they're aware of it, but just don't have any idea how to or even that they can 
overcome it. In fact, I believe inside each adult is that young boy or that little girl who wants to dream. They want to let their light and love shine and show. They want to be a blessing to the world with the unique gifts and talents that only they possess but may be lying dormant. That's also why I'm so passionate about personal development. I believe the universe, and that's the literal universe, not the one some folks refer to as ultimate reality, is an indication of what we are all capable of. The universe is constantly growing and expanding at an exponential rate. You and I can do that too. We can keep growing and expanding. We can keep becoming whatever is next. We don't have to stop. Like the universe, we can be dynamic, not static. We can have a growth rather than a fixed mindset. And that's what the dream highway is all about. It's about having a healthy self-concept. It's about believing in yourself. It's about mastering your self-talk. It's about getting in touch with that light and love that lives inside you and giving it permission to do and become what it's here to do and become. That's my why. Well, I hope this uh, little time together here has inspired you to head into the new year with some intentionality and knowing that you are in the driver's seat. Now, these questions, these three questions are going to be in the show notes. So if you can't remember what they are, no worries. Just head over to the show notes. That's going to be at thedreamhighway.com slash 34, the dreamhighway.com slash and then the number 34 so if you forget everything else just remember that (laughs) and uh, there you'll be able to find those three questions and uh, once again want to thank you so much for being with me as a part of this journey it's been so um, fulfilling for me would love to hear your thoughts your comments your feedback if you got a moment to do that if you haven't yet, maybe leave a rating or a review of the podcast. Appreciate that too. For now, take care and we'll catch you next time on the Dream Highway. You know I'm gonna gun it down the Dream Highway. You've been listening to the Dream Highway podcast with Steve Pedersen. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more information or to leave a message on our listener line, visit the Dream Highway dot com.